Saturday with Conor Mungon on RTE Radio 1. Hello again. Let me introduce you to my political panel. Joining me in studio this week, there Jack Chambers, Minister of State at the Department of Transport at the, and the Department of Environment, and he's also Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin West. Lynn Boylan, Sinn Féin Senator and Party Spokesperson on Climate Change, and Duncan Smith, Labour TD for Dublin Fingal and Party Spokesperson on Health, Communication and Transport. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming in at the weekend and joining me today. Um, We're going to look at the eviction ban because the most recent homeless figures were released late yesterday evening and once again we've seen a record high for the number of men, women and children accessing emergency accommodation. There are now 11,754 people homeless across the country including more than 3,400 children. And the number of people without a home has risen for seven consecutive months and that's despite a ban on no-fault evictions being in place since last November. That ban is due to be lifted in five weeks' time. Minister Jack Chambers, just to, to start with you, the Tánaiste at Leaders' Questions on Thursday gave fairly strong signals that there are concerns within government about extending the eviction ban because of the effect it might have on supply in the market. What is giving rise to those concerns? Well, I think it, it, the eviction ban played an important role through the winter period. Uh, and, you know, certainly I think the, the underlying homelessness figures uh, would, would have been worse if it wasn't for that government decision that was taken. However, we have to look at this uh, in, the, in a wider context now from a policy and legal perspective. And there is a concern um, that in the medium term, um, you know, if we were to extend it for a very short period, that it could exacerbate the underlying difficulties that we have within the rental market. And the Tanisha referenced the very clear evidence we're seeing um, 21,000 home sales last year for landlords, 7,500 were purchased. So we have a net loss and an exodus of rental properties leaving the market. And, uh, and we have to look at the evidence, and that's why, as I said, there hasn't been a decision taken yet, and we have to get the balance right around. Uh, we, w- the impulse of government is to try and um, help bring affordable rents and affordable housing to on stream. That's our core objective. Right, but just but we don't we don't want to make any decision which could make matters worse. And that's the underlying balance we have to strike when this decision is taken in the coming weeks. Okay, you mentioned numbers there of people exiting the market. But when you talk about risk to supply, where is the unused housing stock that you're concerned would not enter the market if you were to extend the eviction ban? The risk to what supply, I suppose? Well, if there is there is a serious issue with landlords exiting the market, and that's outlined clearly in the, the statistics and the data that I've referenced. Um, and the problem, if you if you continue to extend this uh, indefinitely or to a you know in, for a, in a longer period, there's a there's that there's a risk created that that exacerbates the number of notices to quit that could be issued um, at the point in which that ex- that eviction ban would end. Um, so that's the broad consideration that has to be made. As I said, no decisions have been taken and we want to underpin any decision with the facts and the evidence and that's why Minister Dara O'Brien uh, is working on this and is compiling the information and data on, uh, on what decision will be taken uh, by government. Just to say there won't be a cliff edge um, on the 1st of April um, as people will be aware the legislation extends uh, notices depending on the length of tenure in the particular property out to the summer in some cases um, but we, we want to make sure that we don't uh, crystallise this um, you know, in a, in, in a more difficult position for, for those right. who 
who are currently renting or even those who are currently homeless and we don't well, want to shrink a, we don't want to shrink supply but and those make homelessness figures are at sorry to interrupt you there the, uh, the homelessness figures are at an all-time high 11,754 including 3,400 children do you have any reason to believe that not allowing the, the eviction ban to be extended would would improve that situation well i think if a lot of if if a lot of existing um, say small landlords decided to exit the market at the point in which you extended the eviction ban, that could make uh, the overall homelessness figures worse. Uh, and uh, that's why, that, that's the broad consideration we have to take. And that's why we do not, as the Tanister reference during the week, we have to be very careful that any policy decision is, that is taken, it doesn't exacerbate, exacerbate the underlying homelessness figures. And there is an issue and we have to <clears throat> consider it from a wider context. We've seen some of the um, housing charities even stating this week around the tax treatment for landlords, many are exiting the market en masse. And that, that is the factual position and we need a functioning um, supply within the right, well, well, market. F- f- finally, before I go to, go to the rest of the panel, doesn't extending the eviction ban give you an opportunity to put incentives in place like taxation treatment and other things for landlords to stay in the market as opposed to lifting the eviction ban without those incentives in place? Well, that's something that Minister O'Brien uh, will, will, with others will have to consider uh, quickly. Um, and as I said, looking at all Why aspects of Why hasn't it been considered market. before this? Well, it was considered last year. We, we obviously prioritised giving a uh, a break for renters and that's why we introduced in budget 2023 a tax credit for renters in the last budget and um, but it is Im- it is important that when you when you look at the underlying data that I've referenced with 21,000 home sales of landlords exiting and only 7,000 entering that's a worrying pattern which will undermine the overall um, rental market and prevent those who want to rent uh, being able okay. to get an available property and will undermine those who, L- Lynn, who, who, Lynn Boylan, who are presently uh, renting. Sinn Féin, your party has been relatively unsentimental about the departure of small private landlords from the market. The view has been if they're exiting, let the local authorities come in and buy up that housing stock and this is a form of natural attrition. Is, is that a, an accurate summation of the policy position? Well, the, the eviction ban and the need for an eviction ban is a symptom of, of a housing disaster that both Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael have presided over. We know that landlords have been leaving the market since 2017, long before an eviction ban came into place. And they're leaving for, uh, and the RTB independent research uh you know, undermine, uh, underpins this. The reason why most landlords are leaving is because house prices have reached an all-time high. So there were either people who didn't want to be landlords in the first place and are now selling the houses that have come out of negative equity or there are landlords who bought a property as a pension plan and are now reaching that age where they're going to, you know, draw down that, that asset. So there, that's the main reason why landlords are leaving the market. You can't do anything to stop that. Well, would you that's have any concerns that perhaps some of them are prematurely leaving the market because there's no certainty for them on that pension investment they made? They're deciding better to sell up now rather than get involved in a situation where maybe they may not be able to sell it. But they're, they're selling up anyway. You're not. There's nothing you can do around small tax breaks that are going to stop those landlords leaving. That's what the RTB independent research has found. They're leaving because they're cashing in on the fact that the property price is so high. What we have said is that an eviction ban needs to be put in place. It needs to be extended now because the government haven't done what they should have done back when they introduced it, which was those emergency measures. Yes, that the local authorities should be compelled to be buying up properties that have 
of. They are buying properties. Not, not, it's, it's, it's but, in. Sorry, but you said it's not happening. Jack, it is I, a I policy. Didn't, I didn't interrupt it you once. You had a long, one voice you had a long run. You. I didn't no, interrupt it, you once. It is happening though. The issue is that the Minister has not given clear instructions to all local authorities that they need to prioritise. Just a we'll come back to you. They need to prioritise buying up properties that have HAP and RAS tenants in them. And if you look at the data, Jack, you will see that it is inconsistent and across the local authorities. Some local authorities are doing it, some aren't. Some are taking far too long to do it. They're waiting about five months, by which time the house is sold okay. and the tenant is, is facing right. homelessness. Duncan Smith, why would anyone enter the market in the current circumstances, a small, somebody who, if, if they came into a home in the family, uh, for example, for reasons of a parent or a relative dying, why would they put that home on the market now rather than just simply sell? I mean, put it, put it into the rental market. Um, with the, what I would ask if anyone was in that uh, very fortunate situation, I would say please contact your local authority, look at the long-term lease schemes that are available and you would have certainty of rent and you'd have an asset, I'm sure, that would depreciate over the years, appreciate over the years, which uh, would be in some form of public stock if someone came to, to it. But like as, as Lynn said, and I, I, I agree with her, uh, there's an awful lot of uh, landlords now whose properties have reached kind of maturity. They've paid off their mortgage. They're ready to sell. There's no suite of tax breaks or tax incentives that are going to stop that, um, which is why we need this eviction ban extended to give us the breathing space to see the homeless figures trend downwards instead of continuing to uh, uh, trend upwards. But we need that tenant in situ scheme to be working. And I think, Jack, it's, the minister did say last July that uh, you know they, he wanted local authorities to buy these homes but it's been inconsistently applied. There's different results in different local authorities and that quite simply is not good enough. And just one last point, while we're not facing one cliff edge at the end of March, we're facing three in approximately just under two and a half months in March, April and at the start of June. All right. And we're going to see these numbers skyrocket. Jack Chambers, the, what Lynn Boylan has said there is there insufficient activity from the local authorities buying up the housing stock in order to take up some of the slack that's uh, that's been caused by people getting out of, of, of being renters? Well, the issue, um, just to say, in the first instance, it was said that it didn't happen. The instruction was issued uh, and uh, Minister O'Brien was very clear to local authorities <coughs> to purchase the properties that were uh, otherwise put on the market. Um, and the, he can outline the, the data on that. But I would say is, like, when it comes to, you know, the, there is an issue and the net trend is negative in terms of the, the exodus from the market, and we have to face up to that. If, if very few landlords are willing to enter the market and we have a vast number exiting, that presents a very uh, serious issue for the overall rental market, which we rely on for people who, younger people who want to enter into the market. Um, like government has had, a, we've had a step change in our approach to housing, a four billion euro budget per year that's focused on affordable rent and affordable purchase. But I would ask the question in terms of, you know, for, other, for you know, Lynn mentioned uh, about what Sinn Féin would do. I mean, in your alternative budget, you actually said you'd apply a 400 euro tax on landlords. So we're speaking about a tax uh, reduction potentially to try and retain people in the market. I think you should ask, answer the question about how a 400 euro tax increase right. or imposition on landlords would actually help uh, people who are thinking okay, but, of uh, selling before, or thinking But before of I go to Lynn Boyle on that, one of the, the, some of the anecdotes that have come from the top of government, from the Taoiseach is talking about people moving from Dubai to Australia instead of coming home because of a, pro a family property that uh, they they can't move into. How much of that is informing government policy? I, I think those, those what, what you'd have to admit, would be rare cases, wouldn't they? I think that's, um, that's a, a, 
part of the concern. But I think, that the, to be honest, the core But issue, they were put out there as the tip well, of the spear no, I, of I government say, concerns well, well, no, on, on the floor I, of the No, I, I would say that the, the core uh, issue is the trend. And the trend, the net issue, is is extremely worrying around the underlying market uh, issue when it comes to rental supply. If, like, if you look at, any, if you check the availability across the state presently on any of the um, property websites, there is a huge issue in finding a property, and there's a huge issue with those exiting the market. Okay. Uh, and if the trend it, continues, that has a serious ramification in the medium to long term, uh, and we have to weigh all of that up in the context of any decision. And that's why we have to look at the evidence and look at the data. Right. What we don't want to do and, and is and make things and that's worse. What we're saying, and the evidence is from and, the RTB that ta- <coughs> landlords are not leaving because of tax reasons. Well, why a lot and, of the housing and, charities and the, and the trend for landlords leaving the market is a trend since 2017. And again, the government okay. haven't well, denied yeah, yeah, that. Hang on a second. You, you, the, you've, the made, you've made that point. What I, what I did want to ask but, you about is, is this, this, this issue. Excuse me, Jack Chambers. It's really important about the, about the tenant in situ scheme is that it also needs to be extended to housing bodies so that they can buy up buildings like the Tatany House uh, that's in in Dublin City, where you have I think over 30 families facing eviction. If the government instructed housing bodies to go in and buy up those purchases to provide both uh, the tenants that are on social housing, but also for people who are cost rental, who are above the threshold, that also right. would help to stem just, the But just on, on the issue of people who have properties that they're keen to move uh, their own children, relatives into, if, if it has reached 20 years of the, the property in, in the family's possession, they want to move their own children into it, be they students or starting out uh, their new home. Do you have any sympathy for those well, situations? Well, we brought forward an amendment and the government rejected it. We actually brought forward an amendment that people who are homeowners who were fa- themselves facing homelessness, so the example you gave of somebody who was working abroad, that there would be a measure in place for those very, it's a small number, but there are people who are caught in that position. The government rejected that amendment. We'd also say if the government want okay. to bring forward proposals con- around, why, around, te- around landlords moving, would more moving ta- children Fein their own children in, bring forward the proposals and we'll work with them. But imposing okay. more tax um, on a shrinking level of supply will not right, help you, anybody. You, and Sinn Féin have yet you, to answer you, that you question. Have, you have made that point. Duncan Smith, do you have any sympathy for those people who, who own properties and want their own family to give their own family the use of it? Well, I think there's a balancing of the public good here. Uh, and the, the reality is I had two advice clinics this morning. I can tell you how many people were at my advice clinic who returned from Dubai or Australia, zero. I can tell you how many people who are trying to move their kids in for college, zero. I can tell you the amount of people who are there who are either currently being protected protected by the eviction ban is new or haven't and that was 11 this morning across two clinics. Okay, all right. So, well, people trying to return from Dubai or Australia have to possibly fly into Dublin Airport where there's been disruption over the last number of weeks. We're going to look at what's causing that. Drones next. <laughs>